Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara. World protecting. Elven Druid Monk. Garen Kelso. Dimension hopping Vagabond. High Elf Bladesinger. APU Warforged Fighter. Mole Urzog. Cleric of Saint Allegis can save reality from utter destruction. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can take this one. So, we got some uh, moles, spent a lot of money on getting us a load of health potions, so we're less likely to die. And he also gave APU a blessing of the forge, so APU is harder to hurt. Avoid those scratches. We, uh, Garen also talked to Dohava about closing the portal so there's not a massive entrance into Kalendor. We then travelled to see ha uh, Hasdrax. Moles created a boat for us to get across to the island where we found the fire genasi are now much more militarised than the relaxed day drinking guys they were before. Uh, there was, we also found out that Doolad is still alive and kicking. He's doing something. Um, and that the separation of our groups and the different members that keep leaving for various reasons is lowering our chances from a surefire win. Um, and then there was a lot of planning and in the end we decided the heart should go to Magna as it's the safest place uh, while we make our plan to attack uh, an Anatana. Yep, that's about it. So Magnar is uh, taking, well, I don't know, I mean, would, um, I made a big assumption there, would Zalara give the Heart of Shamhara to Garen to give to Magnar? She, would she come and do it herself? Yeah. I'd do it myself, for sure, yeah. So, Garen and Magnar are talking, Zalara comes through the portal. So, um, Magnar, has he told you about the, the what's going on? Yes, I suppose endangering the entire town. Is better than the entire world. And, I mean, as soon as we're done, hopefully we can, I don't know, put it somewhere else. But for right now, I think this is our best option. So as not to immediately hand it to the, the enemy should we fail. I suppose, I suppose this is the best place. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Don't ask me that. It's what needs to be done. Very well. Well, I guess this is goodbye for now. And I will give Magnar a big ol' hug. A hug her back. Just, you'll do it the best you can. And I'm sorry for endangering you. That is our world we live in now. No need to apologize. Right. Okay, Garen, shall we? Of course. See you later, big man. Bye-bye. So, um, as, as you make your way back to Dohava's room, um, or old office, she sees you walking down the hall, and she said, she says, So, Garen... First of all, our contact with your friends in um, oh the elf place, Sen El Nur, they aren't responding at all for yeah. some reason. The that other is thing, not good. Uh, you told me you thought it would be a good idea for me to brick up this wall in this office, and then a day later you're you're back here. Should we keep it open for you? You told her to brick it off. Um, how are we going to get back here? Uh, we wouldn't. Not by this means, at least. Were you going to tell me this, Garen? It slipped in my mind. <laughs> so I can't just pop back here when I need to visit with Magnar again. Okay. We can return here whenever we wish. Oh, you can get us back here, Mole? Mm, yes, I can return here whenever I wish. That is a neat trick. One always needs to know where the heart of their church resides. Sure. 
All right. Well, then, yeah, go ahead. Break it off. We'll trust more, I guess. It's not like we could not always walk back. Eh, maybe. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So where where exactly are you going? Are you going out to the Western Wildlands? Or are you just going directly to the Ethereal Plane? The Ethereal Plane is what I was thinking. Were we ferrying Hippodrax's people oh. to the Western Wildlands? We need to, don't we? Because we're not going to just give them the key. Like... That'd be silly. You're right, but they have a ritual, if you guys recall, where they can actually people through. Oh, that's right. So if we just tell them to go, they can go. We don't have to worry about logistics. Okay. Um, Then, yes, the ethereal plane. Yeah, we would just go there. We wouldn't bother with all that then. Real quick, before we go, uh, Mole, uh, since you are going into certain danger with us, uh, let me let you in on our little conversations. And I'll do the um, ritual of Rary's tel- telepathic bond so that Mole is part of us. This and makes much you? more sense with the long, awkward silences. Indeed. Welcome aboard. Hmm. I would suggest that next time you maybe talk outwardly and speak a different conversation in your head. It's very, very apparent that there's something going on when you just stop and stop talking and are just staring at each other. Yes, but they do not know what we're talking about. And that is the important part. What we can do does not matter if they do not know what we are doing. That's not the case at all, but we can agree to disagree. (laughs) We will have to. Okay, so you make your way to the ethereal plane. You walk through the portal and you find yourselves um, standing there in a world covered in mist and fog. The ground beneath your feet seems similar to what you're used to walking on, but but still different. Um, You can see the double view world of the material plane somewhat when you first walk through. Then it slowly dissipates and you find yourself surrounded by the mist and the fog. Gavalian says there are creatures here in the fog of this plane surrounding us. We must move swiftly. Not a problem. Very well. All right. You make your way through the fog of the ethereal plane. And Gavalian says, and he seems to be speaking to Mole almost directly, but to the group. I just ask that we do not kill her. She was once a beautiful creature, a wonderful creature, a wonderful angel, so sweet and marvelous. She was just led astray. I know that some of you take pride in being cold-hearted killers, but I look to you, you, member of the church, and see a woman who is broken but can be reforged. I understand completely. I guess we will have to see. If we... I make no guarantees. You can get through to her and bring her back. We'll see. I I will tell you that as a cleric of St. Eligius, I wholeheartedly believe that given enough time, effort, and patience, all hearts can be reformed into their best selves. Otherwise, we are all lost, and nobody ever changes. I could not he is agree a more. goddess that over millennia has changed from a beautiful young thing that... Cavalian had been chasing down to attempt to woo her. Is that and right? And my own saint was once a dwarf who became a saint. Your own friend Hibonite was once a man who is now a god. Things can change rather drastically. And if they don't in time before the world is destroyed? I can't make that decision for you. All I'm saying is if we're in the middle of combat and it's me or her... I will not hold back. 
Now, if you have a way of keeping her alive and reforging her, please do. I will try. All right. So you make your way through the fog. You hear some howls and screams of the dead on the ethereal plane. And you hear the cries of people as they die. Violent deaths, slow deaths, their spirits are transformed and transported. And you see, with one one chain attached to her, much as you left her last time, I guess just Solara? Or Garen, you oh, were there Garen too, Garen was right? there too. Garen was here, yeah. yeah. See Anatana standing there. And Kavalian says, My love, if you come with us, we will free you. You can be free of him. Be free of these wings and these hooves and become yourself once more. And she says, Oh, Kavalian, it's so wonderful to see you. I, I've been here so long. You must free me. We both know that once I'm by your side, we can save the multiverse from my captor who forced me to be his bride. Can I incite that, please? Yeah, I'd like to as well. Yeah. 21? Solara knows the truth. 22? Well, oh, that yeah, doesn't yeah, mean that she's not being truthful. Well, that she was forced to be... She was not forced to be his bride. She took the ring willingly. There's some deceit in what she's saying. That is not what I saw. And she turns to you, her eyes ablaze. And who are you? I know you. Do you? I saw you once a long, long time ago. Though you were in a different form. You took the ring willingly, the ring of fire from Tatamon. She looks over at Kavalian. No, no, I would never do that. I would never do that. I was forced. How's Kavalian looking? He looks like he is smitten and believes her. <sighs> After all Kavalian. that she has done, you really believe that, Kavalian? That all of a sudden you show up and she's like, oh, hey, I, I want to do a good job now. Thousands of years. And your love is so strong that she just decides to have a change of heart. She does not have a change of heart. She, she has time to reflect and realize that this love that we have between each other is the one true love. Isn't that right, my pet? He says to her. Um. And he touches her, her cheek with his gloved hand. <sighs> and you can see she... Actually, give me an insights roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Did well last time. 23. 14. Nope, natural 20. 11. All right. Um, yeah, so everybody but Zalara notices that she kind of hesitates for a second, and you can see it's kind of like she has a... Instinctual like a little, kind of recoil from it a little bit. And then she leans... She leans into him? And then she leads into the, the hand as if... Valian, she was running from you. She came to Shamhara to hide. No, no, no. She was I... confused. She wanted protection from you, the walker between worlds, because you had scared her. That is not correct. That is not correct. How about we resolve this simply? Um, and I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. I'm going to hope that it actually works. She, she, she's goddess. You know, it's not, not great. <laughs> but um, I'm going to attempt to cast Zone of Truth on our area. Um, and I'm not excluding anybody from it. Is that a wisdom save? I won't. Charisma saving throw, DC 17. That's even worse. So. Five. I Eight. <laughs> and uh, wisdom saving throw, DC 17? Not wisdom, charisma. And I know whether each creature succeeds or fails. Okay. So uh, both Kavalian and um, Anatana do succeed. Mm. It was worth a shot. Mm. How do you propose we do this simply? Never mind. I'm not used to dealing with gods. <laughs> um. 
just trying to force the rest of us to be honest now. <laughs> I, no, I'm going to drop it immediately at that point. Like, it didn't it didn't accomplish anything. Because um, they're the ones I need to be honest with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, we're hearing two very conflicting stories here. I'm hearing one of love and of confused decisions i'm hearing one of pursuit and retreat into maybe not the most ideal situation um either way it has caused you to become what you are now which is trying to destroy the entire world that we live in would you be willing to give that up for your freedom i am not trying to destroy the entire world I am here to save the world from the destruction of the invader gods. This Mm. was my world first. It was Shemhara's, not yours. Shemhara is the world. What gods are we speaking of? What invader gods? Hathor Mm. is the one that trapped me here. He's the one who, after his ilk died when he transported them here, he raised up some new men from the ground made them of this world so he could claim right to combat me. Hmm. But it has been lost for so long to you. Can there not be a way that you can exist together in peace? Why do you two have to be at odds? Can we not put this old blood behind us and us men of dirt, as you say, exist with you and your kind and be all the better for it? We tried that, but the men of dirt create their own gods and they hmm. resent us. They resent the original men, my my children. Maybe at one point, but that does not have to be the case now. They drowned the world and killed their own god to stop me. Hmm. This is um, Hathor you were speaking of? His children. The children of the other you gods, the children of dirt. raised up the plateau. Did, oh, yes. wait. She raised the plateau, didn't she? I'm getting my lore confused. Yes. No, she did. Yes. Hmm. I raised the plateau because they were drowning the world. Hathor and his ilk, the elemental dragon gods, thought it was best to drown those who lived on the earth and start over, creating their own men once again, though their creatures, their followers, did not know that was the plan. That was their plan. And I, I am the only one trying to preserve life here. Can I insight that to see if she actually believes that or if she's trying to deceive us? 21? She believes that. She believes that. Okay. That that makes a difference. Hmm. So if you want to preserve life by destroying the life that is there, then you just create more? We are here. We did not have anything to do with whatever happened. Why do you want to destroy us? I don't. I want you to free me so we can preserve my world. The world of Shamhara. Yeah, I have a trouble when you go my world and then also world of Shamhara. That does not work for me. As you say, Shamhara is the world itself. She is merely a personification of the world. A mystical form. I am the mother of the world, of the peoples of the world. I do not grow the plants, and I do not make the rivers run. But the original men, the first people, the first people to be created on this world were mine. But the problem comes with your boy toy, Tatoman, who does want to destroy our world. He wants to preserve this world. I think we're all dancing around a rather amicable agreement here. You want yours protected and to not be killed and to be allowed to exist in the world which you feel you have a right to. 
because they were there first and they grew there first. That does not mean that the others cannot exist. If we can come to an agreement, we do have the ear of some very powerful people, at least in our kingdom. We could arrange for, or at least start the process of talking so that we can live together in this world and sway the rest to our side. Yes, that sounds wonderful. That is what I've wanted for my entire life. So the first step in that would be to stop fighting each other so that we can speak. Yes. If I can get promise that ours will stop fighting on our end, will you order your son to stop fighting on yours so that I we will. can talk? I will, but I have no way of communicating with him with this chain. Is that true? Do Who I know? Are you asking? Um, I'm know asking this? you, Alex. Like, I'm, I'm trying to determine you, if that's true. You don't know. You don't know. Um, Would I know? K- Kavalian, is that true? I believe it to be. Can I incite him? Does he believe that? Or is he just saying that to get me to free her? Roll your insight. Okay. 13? Oh. <laughs> Gross. You uh, rolled a four. <laughs> he seems to be on the up and up. Is there a way we could communicate with him for you as a show of good faith so that we can start this healing process? You could just free me right now. Mm. If I'm a captor, I'm not negotiating, am I? I'm just doing what my captors say. No, you're a captive with a blade to our throat. You have a negotiating point. You've taken our country hostage. I don't feel you have no no say here. I've done no such thing. That's that's true. Your your son has on your behalf. What my son does is what my son does. I know he is actively trying to free me. That's why most of the bonds are gone except for this last one. But how he's doing that, I have no control over. I have not seen my son in over a thousand years. Mm. And if we free you, do you promise me and truly promise me that you will call off this war? I promise. Okay, I'm going to incite that because I really want to know if she's telling yeah. the truth. Even I will. That's not great. No, seven. Laura just doesn't believe, but that's a 26. Does she believe she's telling the truth? So, Garen and APU do both believe what she's saying. Um, Mole, Mole, you're pretty sure she's telling the truth. There's no indication to say otherwise. And Zilara, you know she's lying. <sighs> well, that sounds... I don't know. I, she's chained up. She's probably went crazy after all this time, but maybe you're... Mole, you're correct. And so maybe if we'll fr- stop the war, this would be a good thing. Are you kidding me? She's not going to do what she says. Hmm. Are you Come sure that you're... I know. I, I think Expe- we should probably take a vote on this, right? I saw her turn to Tatamon and take his ring so that she could destroy this world. Well, so she could get away from you, and then she started trying to destroy the world. She raised up the plateau. She flooded the land so that the people would die. This has all been her. And now her son is coming against the world to try to destroy it, to get her free so she can come back and complete the process. And you want to free her because she says she'll do something nice? When you put it like that, not really. I still think we should take a vote. (laughs) If we are not unified in our decision here, maybe we shouldn't be doing this now. What is the other option here? And that's me speaking in my mind to the other three. Um, because I don't quite trust Kavalian 
because I'm hearing a lot of bad about him that I didn't know before literally like a couple minutes ago because Mole is not in the loop on all of this. Um, so, and I quite honestly don't necessarily trust the other three that much either, but I, I've got a secret, <laughs> a secret telepathic link between them. So at least I can ask them. Oh. Well, Kefalian is definitely not trustworthy. He is just a horny dude. <laughs> then why, might I ask, did you reunite him with his other half, causing him to oh. be a powerful, plane-hopping being if you did not trust him? Ah, uh, I wanted to kill him, but Zilara said otherwise, and I trust her judgment. So in this case, I will defer to her as well. I was bound during this decision-making process. <laughs> that is also true. But I, I do not believe Cavalian has the will to go through what, we, what might be required. So we face two en- potentially two enemies rather than one. Both are powerful. I don't know the situation fully, but historically, Cavalian has fought them before, yes? When they were posed with that decision last time, they fought them. He fought for her. Did he? Yeah, he wanted to get to her, didn't he? He, he was working with Kazdrax, though. On that side but of the that... war, we just learned that. Yeah, but his but goal because always he was trying to, to reunite get her? with her. Well, well, I, I. Okay. I, I, I feel that he's doing this because he feels that he can. I, I, I know, like as Sam, that she, he's misguided, right? That she doesn't love him and that he's dogged and kind of creepy, very creepy mm-hmm. about it. But he is fighting against her to save her in his own way, right? To return her to what he feels that she should be. Um, That's what I'm saying. He he wouldn't have he wouldn't kill her. Like, he thinks that she at the moment, from what I've seen, uh, my character or APU seeing, she, he's fully on her side. He believes that she's going to do what she says, mm-hmm. and that we're we're the we're the thing in the way to, between him and his love. Mm-hmm. And so if it came to us trying to kill her, and he thinks he's got her back. He's just going to side with her against us. Or did not take into account the fact that she would lie her ass off to Kavalian to get her back, get back into whatever she wanted to get back into. She's a tricksy goddess. She is. Um, Lara didn't think about that. I don't think we can stop Kavalian from either trying to release the chain. Well, we either have to decide to stop him or to fight both. Is how my head is at the minute. Well, I personally believe that she's telling the truth, and I've spent my entire life trying to see who is truthful and who is not so that we can come to an arrangement and forge better people together. But of the four of us, Zilara is the only one who saw her before. I am just trying to inform you about my opinion on the matter. If we do call for a vote, I recuse myself from this situation, as I've only been asked to be an observer. Question, Alex. Is that Mm -hmm. ring of fire still on her finger, or has it, like, been melted into her? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's on her finger, and it's still glowing, but it is, like, kind of part of her whole getup now, kind of part of her. Out loud. Anatana, can you take that ring off? Is that possible for you? I cannot. It is a chain and a binding as much as this one on my arm. Cavalian, that ring is what binds her to Tatamon. Unless you can get that ring off, I don't think she's going to be fully yours. How are we going to free her? I can wish that ring off her finger. Or I can wish her free without destroying the chain. But as I understand it, you don't want me to... She is not going to be yours until that ring is removed regardless of this chain being there or not. We can make the chain go away if we really want to. 
if you remove the binding from her to Tataman, then surely she'll be more than willing to help, and you'll see if what Zalara has said is true. And you indeed did say, Anatona, that you were made do this under duress, yes? Yes, I did, and I was. I... So let us remove this as the first step of goodwill between us. So whoever wants to give me a persuasion roll toward Kavalian and do it at advantage, so only one of you guys do it. I assume is the most persuasive. Um, well, I, yeah, um, but okay. <laughs> oh, only a 13 at advantage. I rolled garbage. Oh, no. I rolled a three and a seven. Wow. That, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was hot garbage. That was hot garbage. All right, let's see if that's going to be enough to... Hmm. You make a compelling point. However, I wish Anatuna were free. And you see... Is he casting a spell? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to counter spell. Okay. That is a, it's a level... What, level nine. nine. <laughs> so I have to get a 19? Yeah. And what is it? Arcana? Or what is... It says it in the spell, dude. All right. Um, <laughs> that's a three. Oh, fuck. Anatuna... Yeah slips free of her binding does it also free her from the ring because she said she was imprisoned by it if he's trying to free her he would be freeing her from all bondings yes oh what did i say i wish anata now were free uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> oh that's perfect whoopsie nice <laughs> love that all right, yeah, no way to way to use wish against the DM. That's perfect. Okay, so <laughs> great, Kim. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's I didn't awesome. even think of that. <sighs> my heart. So, oh my god. The fire ring slips off of her finger as the binding which trapped her, the binding of Shamhara, also slips off her arm. And there, before you, you see a beautiful angel with four wings. And she looks around. Hana. She sees Kavalian and just says, "No, no, stay away." Okay. Um, I I need an adult real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, and by that I mean um, I'm gonna use my. It's just an action to do it. Um, I, I'm going to divine intervention. I <laughs> need Saint Eligius's help on this. Um. Um, because if, if as soon as she's free, she doesn't want it to be anywhere near him. Um, I need a higher power to step in for me. I, I'm basically wishing to St. Eligius that they, that they help me resolve this situation in the best way as a, as a cleric of St. Eligius. I, I want to resolve this in the Eligian way. Also, if that ring falls to the floor, would a, how far a, would APU be from the ring? Could you call. could die for it, grab it. I want to die for it whilst everything's going on. Okay, so Mole's talking to St. Allegis, and APU dives for the ring on the ground. St. Allegis says... Oh, wait, I need to I need to roll for this. I'm reading through it right now. I've never used oh, okay. it before. So I need to roll... Um, what? You roll a percentile die, so a d100. I have to roll under my cleric level. So I have to roll Ooh. under an eleven for this to actually wow. go off. Okay. I, I don't. I. I just. I don't want you to have to give me that intervention um, before I do it because that would be real okay. cheap. Okay. No. Okay. It doesn't go off. He hears me, but he decides not to intervene. <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> so. He's like, "You got this." Okay. Um, 
Sorry, I, I just didn't want to mess that up. That's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. I appreciate that. All right, so APU's um, dive for the ring, and I think, okay, this time I can use it. I'm using Autoluke's Resilient Sphere. No, not a hypnotic pattern and forcing them to fail. Hold on, let's, everybody, before we start going, roll initiative. 18. Uh, APU is on a 28. Nice. I'm on 11. Cavalian's on a 17. 7. Okay, so APU's on the ground. He's got the ring in his hands. He's going to be first to act. Meanwhile, we cut to the Crucian crew on the back of Aeolus up to the cloud city of Oriana. Aeschylus, who is the man that Air Genasi you met, um, rides up front. You see a city filled with basically looks like a bunch of apartment buildings and it was very packed together, a very populous city, but though you notice at the center there is a giant temple, Aeschylus tells you. It's 30 stories high, shaped like a dragon, looking up to the sky. You notice that most of the city is dark, except for a few blocks directly around that temple. There's a large wall that seems to be there, and you see lights as though this is the active portion of it. And that's where we'll pick up next. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, Season 2, Episode 34, The Wish. Well, um, didn't expect that. A nice example of a player using the DM's words against them there. Very, very clever lady, that Kim. If you do have a moment, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We need them. They're like water to our little baby podcast mouths. If you'd like to support the show and have the means to do so, please sign up on patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. We do have some changes coming up. Um, we will be consolidating all the tiers down to one. So if you want to get grandfathered in at a lower tier, now is the time to do it. Make sure to check out our website, beholderseyecast.com, and follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU and Usk, at Duff Duff the Third. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Mural 4 d 2 Kim who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl, and Sam who plays Mole and Lynn at Samsalot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects by Benjamin Floyd. All music from filmmusic.io. Serpentine Track, Echoes of Time, Version 2, Shadowlands 5, Antichamber, Angavin, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. License under creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. All sound effects by zapsplat.com.